Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello and welcome to the HBO Boys Podcast. Today we're talking about Succession, Season 4, Episode 10, with open eyes. The series finale. I'm Ryan, I'm here with Justin. Hello. Hi, we've been here all season. Every bit of it. All of it. We've been here for the all of it. And we are now ready to discuss the finale. We've been talking about in depth whether or not this was going to end up being our personal favorite shows of all time, maybe objectively the best show ever made, and a lot of that was going to come down to this finale and whether or not they can, and I will say this for the last time, do it. land the plane. Land the plane. There's not a lot of analogies we could have used, but that was the one we chose at the beginning of this season, and... We're just, we're sticking to it with it. So we're sticking the landing of the plane to it. <laughs> yeah. Got him. Yeah. Uh, Shiv is reeling. Kendall is scheming and Roman is missing as we get into this finale. Uh, towards the beginning, Shiv and Kendall are, are going to find Roman. He is missing in action after getting beaten up by a riotous mob who you could argue he helped create. And also antagonized the <laughs> yeah. uh, beating that he receives <laughs> in the moment, right. too. So. so they go to their mother's house, and as always, every time their mother is on screen, she steals every scene that she is in. She's just perfect in that role, and I'm glad that we got to see a lot of her in this finale. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually super appreciative that you finally come to the realization that she's the best character in the entire show. So I never said that she wasn't a good character. I said that she was a terrible person, which yeah, can no. be said for a lot of the people in this show. It's all good. You said it. Can't go back on it now. She's the best character of the show, and you agree. Thank you. Okay. Everything I've said has been duly recorded, but whatever. That's fine. So they arrive there, and Shiv learns early on in that endeavor that Matson is turning on her. As you said last episode, it seemed to be the plan the whole time, especially when he learned that Tom is so diligently working while they are at the funeral. And it seems as though Matson never planned on making Shiv the CEO. What a surprise. I did it. <laughs> you did it. Yeah, Shiv, not CEO. Uh, and Greg topsy-turvying from both sides of this uh, impending doom is the one who gives her that information uh, like a wine, a fine wine. You use it and you throw it at somebody, I think is what Tom said. Break it over somebody's fucking face. Yeah, sure. Something like what I said or what you said, either one of those. I, what you said is canon for me now. I like it better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just throw it at him and it goes, dink! Like it really hits him like on the temple and doesn't break. Like, it doesn't break. God. 
at all. It makes like a even worse version of like the middle school dodgeball ball noise when you hit somebody's head. Yeah, <laughs> I'm digging it. So Kendall, uh, you know, goes into the sea and uh, his siblings come to the conclusion that he is their best choice for winning over the board and continuing on for Waystar Royco to be owned by the Roy family. And they give it to him. They anoint him. Meal fit for a king, dude. Yeah. In that moment, I, I still didn't know what was going to happen. I think that is uh, the hallmark of a good finale. Uh, no one was ever going to quote unquote win. However you want to, uh, (laughs) dissect the word win in this context. Right. The point was that these people would inevitably destroy themselves in the battle, which they ended up doing. And this finale was surprising in that you got to the end and I, if you're me, you felt like, of course, that was how it was going to happen, which is what I wanted. It's exactly what I wanted to get to the end and feel like, yeah, sure. Like, that it was the most inevitable connects. conclusion. Right. So they walk into uh, the boardroom. So much happens prior to that. In fact, I was looking at my phone to see how much time was left many a time during this episode because I was like. There's only a half hour left. Are they actually going to be able to get to an ending? Like, are they going to not show us the vote? I I was truly convinced that they were just going to skip parts to be able to get to the ending. But turns out there was just the exact right amount of time. (laughs) It was perfect in every way. Did you like the frolicking in the kitchen scene? So in the the moment, I didn't because I felt like it was out of place, I guess, but I, I it's something where once you kind of absorb it and you sit with it for a little while, it did kind of shine light to the fact that they're all still very adolescent and very much children, um, yeah. grown children. Um, so, I, I, on retrospect, the, the sequence was fitting in the scene, but in the moment, I kind of, I, I think mostly because for selfish reasons, I... Uh, the, the frolicking in the, on the beach and all that, was that, that was before Mattson and Tom's conversation, correct? I think it was right before it. Yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I, I, I think felt the same as you, which is, I felt like it was meandering and I just, but more so than that, I just wanted to get to the part where I found out what was going to happen (laughs) and, and uh, being on the upward part of the roller coaster for that long was like frying my nerves. Right. It was like it was like an inevitability that Kendall was going to be the guy. And it was just like the process of the siblings realizing it was a bit long in the tooth, I guess. <laughs> the best way I could yeah. put it. Um, yeah. The meal for a king sequence, I think, again, it's one of those things where in the moment, my initial reaction to all of it was kind of like, "Ugh, this is campy. This is corny. I don't really like it. This, this is out of character for them. But at the end of the day, they are still siblings. And one thing specifically, uh, it is very much a shot and a sequence that is like last day of filming. That was like the vibe and the feel. So I kind it, of... It was the last day of filming. Literally yeah. last day of filming. So I got 
about halfway through that sequence and then I kind of just started going, oh, you know what? Okay, like this is this is fun to watch. These are actors. I'm, I'm more watching the actors at that point less than the characters because it, it just had to have been so fun to film that whole sequence. Yeah, it definitely made me feel better that the actors got to do this last right. and not what happened in the board scene because that'd be a bummer, right? True. Uh, just Kendall uh, reeling and Roman bleeding from his head because Kendall <laughs> shoved his face into his shoulder purposely to make him start bleeding more like an asshole. Which I, I still, I, I, I can't tell if Roman was in on it because he was like, you know, oh, my face looks good. It could be me. And Kendall was like, yeah, yeah, no, it can't be you. But he did like allow Ken to do what? I don't know. It's a weird... The weird, weird scene. I liked it, but it was it was very uh, ambiguous. Yeah, it was weird. I think it was Kendall being a dick and roaming, letting it happen to him because he's weak uh, sure. on some level. And then Tom's interview with Matson, impromptu interview. Tom as a character has been a wild ride. He has sucked up. He has taken the bullet, fallen on the sword. Every time that he was asked to, he didn't volunteer exactly to go to jail, but that is the situation that he was in in an earlier season. And with Logan gone, him being the last person to see Roman alive, or not Roman alive, uh, <laughs> Logan alive, Jesus, um, and fish him out of a airplane bathroom, he's just, he's been there. He's a stalwart, and yeah, he's weird, but he keeps doing his job whether or not it's he's doing it well is up for debate, but I think it's actually probably less up for debate these days because uh, of the ending that that happened to him and that he made happen. But did you? I, I liked the Matson and Tom scene. It it felt like Tom was actually doing a good job, and that was it was fun to watch Tom succeed. That. Yeah, so to answer your question, yes, of course, because team Disgusting Brothers the whole way, 100%. Um, mm-hmm. But more, I think I like the Tom interview scene with Shiv and Matson first, because that's what happened earlier when basically Matson was feeling Shiv out and saying, like, what are your opinions on Tom? And she, again, just being so oblivious to any you know, uh, political happenings and, and power grabs and power moves happening around her because all she can think about is herself in any given moment ever is literally Matson asking like, oh, is Tom amenable? You know, like, is, is, is he, uh, what was, what did Caroline call him? Was that at the wedding? I don't know. All I remember is that, quote, he will suck the biggest dick in the room, unquote. Exactly. So, essentially, that's literally what Matson wanted to hear. The entire time. And then, of yeah. course, at the dinner during the actual interview with the, you know, like, hey, can I fuck your wife? Would that be cool? Oh and, him just being, and him just being like, yeah, man. Yeah, totally. Like, whatever. Whatever you, whatever do, you want. Yeah. Madsen asked for a pain sponge and he got the perfect one. He got the best one. <laughs> the best one imaginable. Maybe in the world. Yeah. I think Shiv made a, an error there when Madsen asked, how's Tom? What's Tom like? Because a part of her still loves him and a part of her doesn't want him to fail epically and feel bad. And so she didn't just say he has this job because he's my husband and he's a complete dolt, which in retrospect, perhaps she should have. Right. Yeah. I think it's, I think that was the error 
for her in particular, because if she said anything besides what she told him in that moment, I don't know if that dinner sequence happens, but obviously in regards to the show, it did. But yeah, no, that, that dual interview via Matson interviewing Shiv about Tom and then Matson interviewing Tom about Tom was just, he, I, it was ear candy for him. He heard every single thing he wanted from exactly what he was envisioning as an American CEO and just Shiv's dumb. Shiv dumb. Let's talk about Greg real quick. There has been uh, musings about Greg being a secret genius, very much uh, like, you know, in the office, people used to talk about how Kevin was a secret genius. I don't think either of them are. I think Greg is an opportunist. I think he has great timing and he has little regard for people's feelings, especially outside of himself. So he just takes every opportunity imaginable. Uh, maybe this last one he shouldn't have taken, but at the same time, it gets him to be still in the game. So while I don't think he's a genius, I do think on the ruthless scale, he is all the way up there and he does it in a awkward bumblefuck kind of way, but somehow (laughs) it worked out for him. Also, by the way, he was making 200 grand. Yeah, that's a a lot of money, dude, for an assistant. (laughs) For such a dummy, dude. Uh, for real. Yeah, I, I, I can't lay claim to this, but uh, in my Reddit readings and YouTube listenings of people's opinions about this show, someone did point out essentially that the show is kind of like a an example of how people who are born at the finish line base aren't equipped to be able to uh, like maintain their status, essentially, if that's the case. Like Greg and... Uh, Tom are like the example of like what you were saying about Greg in particular, just being an opportunist and grabbing whatever he can, disregarding everyone's feelings, the him firing those hundreds of people on Zoom and all that. It's like those things, people who are trying to attain a certain status and power have to do and have to get comfortable with doing the people, obviously Shiv, Rome and Kendall who are born at that status aren't equipped to to accomplish the things they need to do to gain power like that and i thought that was a uh, poignant yeah uh, i'm i'm glad that greg is still around even though uh, and he's he's around because tom said he would look after him and he did so i don't know i guess you know what tom says goes he's very tired all the time but <laughs> if you're tired all the time and you keep making the I don't know, not weak decisions, but meek decisions, and you find someone who needs someone meek, then yeah, you can rise to the top. You can be the cream of the crop, baby. Honestly, you're not winning unless you're tired. Yes. People who aren't tired are not winning. (laughs) I've never heard a more true statement in my entire (laughs) life. As Kendall and the Sibs enter that boardroom, they have a lot of votes. They got you in. They talked Stewie into it, uh, offering him, Kendall does, a board seat, which rubs Shiv a little bit the wrong way. wonder if that'll come back to haunt her and him, <laughs> him mainly, Kendall, all of them. And then you also get to see Kendall sit down uh, on the desk. He puts his feet up and it cuts to Shiv. And I mm-hmm. think that's the exact moment where she was like, oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I'm going to go ahead and go back on everything I agreed to previously because you just put your foot on dad's desk, dude. And it's gross. And how dare you do that? Although at the same time, I think if she voted first, it would have been fine. Like, 
it was her voting last that gave her the opportunity, knowing that she was the swing vote that made her bold enough to be like, uh, now that I know it's Tom and I'm having his baby and I'm married to him. Like, it was a calculated maneuver where, yeah, she doesn't grab at the power, but at least she's still near it. And at the same time, Kendall's a dick. And so, no, I'm not going to vote for you. What are you going to do? Pretend that you didn't kill a person to try to get me to vote for you? Which, in front of that, people. dude, that whole so gross, sequence, right? Oh, God. In that moment, I literally was like, oh, just, just, I hope he does die at the end of this. That's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he completely crumbles. Just yeah. the most massive, <laughs> like, he, as he, Kendall sucks. So the, the quote from him that just puts this all together is, I'm the I'm eldest, the eldest boy. boy. I'm the <laughs> eldest boy. Like, A, there, that's just, there's so many levels to it, too, because it's like, A, no, you're not. You're not no. at all. Which and Roman says <laughs> immediately, isn't no. Mm-mm. no Connor, not true. Team Conheads, by the way. Team Conheads. And then B, why, man, you're grown fucking man. Why, why are you saying boy? <laughs> yeah, Ugh. I'm the eldest boy is the entire thesis statement of Kendall's vibes. Exactly. One, he's not, so he's just wrong. <laughs> Two, he, there's, in such a short sentence, baked in misogyny, uh, Pinky can't dance. Why, Kendall? Because she's a woman, you fucking bigot. Dumbass. And three, you also just said you didn't kill that kid, which Roman reacts like, that was a move? Wow, that's so fucking gross. Like, not, even if that's true and you didn't kill that kid, which, by the way, you did. Correct. Then. That being a move is also so gross. Right. But, and it's, but, it's know, like his move, quote unquote, to lie about it is not only the wrong decision, but it's like the absolute worst, wrongest, most bad choice and decision he could have ever made in that moment. Because you lose Shiv and uh, Roman with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that I just I wanted to be inside his brain so bad. When he screams, I'm the eldest boy, did he think they were going to be like, you're right. You're right. We're sorry. <laughs> Our, bad. Our bad. I'll go back in and vote for you now. I envision the SpongeBob meme where they can't find the name. That's, that's what's going on in Ken's head as he's just yes. trying to grasp at any excuse he can find to like sway both his siblings. And then what happens in his head is little Kendall pulls out a piece of paper from a filing cabinet, which is just lie, 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 lie. And yeah. that ended up not being the right one. So good job, dude. Also, I know this whole show is based or uh, heavily influenced. About, influenced, thank you. Uh, You're welcome. From like Shakespeare, King uh, Lear, yeah, right. Uh, Shiv, Shiv's name is being, a knife. Being the knife, yeah, the knife. Mm. Some Just, backstabby bullshit. Mm. Love it. Love that so much. <laughs> yeah, it. You know, there. <sighs> One of the great things about this episode where there were so many truly happy moments for the characters and they were then put up against uh, moments that all of these characters will remember for the rest of their lives. Some as the saddest, uh, hardest moment that they've ever had to deal with, which, by the way, not that hard uh, comparatively to the rest of the world. But because yeah, also, what, what do each of them get out of this deal? They get like millions of fucking dollars <laughs> like, oh yeah no like they, hundreds of millions of dollars they are if they're not billionaires they're close 
okay. from this deal. And by the and they get stock too in a company that Madsen will probably run decently well. The happy moment I was thinking about though, other than the frolicking in the kitchen, was do you remember when they were watching the video mm-hmm. uh, of an old family get together and Connor was doing a toast and everybody was laughing? I really liked that because sometimes you sort of get lost in the sauce in this show by seeing the Roy family from the point of view of these siblings who are jaded, who are broken, who believe they deserve everything in this world. And yes, I'm Logan was a terrible, terrible father and an immoral man, but it's really cool to see him and the whole family smile. Like, that video is a subjective reality for something that they lived through. And right. I felt like we didn't get a lot of subjective realities through the points of view of any of the siblings the entire show. Right. Because essentially, as they're framing each uh, sequence of it, it is specifically from the point of view of Roman, from the po- uh, point of view of Kendall, and from the point of view of a uh, child to Logan that entire time. So, yeah, no, that that whole sequence was. And the the choice to put it on like such like a weird uh, resolution TV, like, like it, it was just so home video about it. It was like it could have been on like a big sixty inch plasma, or if not plasma's old school now, but but sixty inch OLED <laughs> TV. I love that you were like, wait, uh, I can't yeah. let that slide. I must I'm not going to let it slide. What I'm co- fix OLED? It right now. <laughs> I'm not an idiot. I'm not a stupid dummy who can't even read. <laughs> can't, I'm a, I can't. I'm not an illiterate guy who doesn't know televisions. <laughs> but yeah, instead of having it on like a big modern nice TV. TV, it's kind of just home video status and and like a true depiction of what their family was outside of them being the owners of the company. It's fucking it's awesome, man. So let's talk about all of their endings individually. So let's start with Shiv. She votes for the deal to go through. She's even richer than she used to be. And the last moment we see Shiv is in a car with Tom. Uh, holding, but not really his hand. Two hands atop each other, uh, but not clasping at all. What were your feelings in this moment? Uh, how did you feel about her ending as a whole? Uh, so, perfectly fitting. Um, her move was calculated, but it essentially was a decision of, uh, like, what is the best worst case scenario? For her in that moment is like Kendall taking over the company means that her and Tom can be kicked to the curb and dismissed and, you know, not have a piece of the pie, not be involved in any decision makings within the company, so on and so forth. So the decision for her to backstab Kendall was, again, it's the none of all of these characters have a justifiable and realistic ending to what they are, although all of them are sad. It's all it's mostly yeah. all sad. Um, but the yeah, while they the, wipe their tears away with the money, with all their money, uh, the scene in the car, specifically two parts, one of which when Tom said, I'm going to have a car in 20 and she kind of shook her head and was like, fuck you. Like, no, thanks. And then when he gets in the car and she's there, I stood up from the couch <laughs> when Tom, when Tom opened his hand and rested it on the center console without even looking at her and was just like, come, 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 lady. And she like just like begrudgedly puts her hand on top of it, and they both just kind of sit there, and it gives you a few seconds. I'm I'm running around the living room. I'm let's go screaming. Like, <laughs> it was, I, that is that is perfect. That is While perfect. your significant other is like, can you sit? 
equally as equally as exciting. I'm I'll I will note that equally as excited because <laughs> okay. like, honestly, you're both are just going. Let's go around the it's room. Like we're watching high-fiving. a sports like a sports like a sports podcast of yeah. Sorts. Somebody <laughs> just hit a grand slam in Game Seven of the World Series, and literally, it, you guys care. Oh, it was that was a perfect scene, and more specifically, the yeah. So we'll go character by character. Uh, Shiv, perfect. No complaints, no qualms, no issues, no nothing. Perfect. Yeah, and let's go to her scene partner there, Tom, coming around the corner with a posse, uh, being uh, anointed as the American CEO, uh, saving Greg one last time by putting a sticker on his head. uh, You know, as uh, we skipped the whole scene where they were putting stickers on things, it was basically just a goodbye to Willa and Connor. But yeah, and then he saves him. He says, I have just enough clout to keep you around. And so, yeah, the disgusting brothers together forever. Yeah, I, dude, I, I bought stocks while they were low, man. I'm riding high right now. Yeah, you should sell right now. Oh, I already <laughs> did for sure. It's, it's going to go very downhill from where they're at right now. Yeah, so. they were gone. Three fifty nine. The market's closing in a minute. I'm out, dude. I'm out. See you later. Then let's talk about, you know, I yeah, no, I'm going to do it. Kendall. I'm twinning Roman last because it's the one I like the most. So yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm so happy we're in agreement. Yeah. One. Yeah. So Kendall is completely dejected. This is a moment that will ring through his mind for the rest of his shitty life. Again, the tears being wiped away by the money <laughs> as he uh, just sort of like a ghost, <laughs> like some sort of apparition through Central Park, uh, <laughs> wandering while Colin <laughs> follows him. He sits on a bench, looks out into the water that he's cared about somehow and has affected him uh, throughout his entire life. And he has no reasonably understood future. He's just there and he has lost. Vibes. What were your vibes? The nanos, when he walked back into the boardroom and was it? Frank? Uh, yeah, it was Frank. He's a Ken. Who, Ken. who had already voted against him, by the way. Right, right. Ken, Ken, stop, stop. It's over. We, it's already, done, we already voted. Baby. It's done. And then him, like, walking out of there, I was like, <laughs> he's going to the top of this building, mm-hmm. and he's going to hurl himself as hard yeah. as he can off this. I am glad that nobody killed themselves in this show for as many times as I thought they were going to. True, true. Yeah, no, it's like a... It's a well-stayed hand, essentially, they had with... Because, I mean, they could have made a big spectacle of Ken doing that. It, it is HBO. They're known Ken for... Ken could have done it. Roman could have done it. Tom could have done it. Anybody. At any given point, at any point of the show, they could have done it, and they didn't, which says something, but... Uh, and I don't my, know what that something is, but That it's something good. is, is that they had a vision, and they stuck to it, and... Oh, uh, I this, guess, yeah, that could be what it is, yeah. This dude is goaded he gets all of his emmys yes everything he's oh yeah do you think jeremy strong gets his emmy from this one oh no him uh i don't like him so (laughs) (laughs) i don't think he will especially in comparison to kieran culkin's uh funeral scene uh tom and shiv's fight on the rooftop uh yeah no i don't i don't even tom culkin If Kieran Culkin and jeremy strong are in the same lead actor category i do hope kieran culkin wins it yeah, I can. I, I guess he is a lead actor, but I think realistically, all three of them share a lead, quote unquote, lead actor role. So yeah, no, I would, I would be very pressed to see Jeremy Strong win an Emmy over Karen Culkin, especially 
if they're in the same category and battling against each other. That would be an absolute crime. It'd be a war crime. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like one like, <laughs> like <laughs> the South seceding from yeah. the <laughs> It says it's an equal parts, you know? Yeah. You gotta watch out. Uh, the decision to have the last scene play out and have the music of uh, music on while Ken is strolling through the park, sit down, look across the ocean. The decision to drop that sound, the music down and get what one to two, maybe two seconds of the wind, the water, you know, swishing about was so fucking good yeah did you like that it, i mean you basically just said it was but like that's the last shot of the show colin in the background yep. uh but he's blurry and kendall looking out into an uncertain future uh so you were you were happy with the the last as it went to black yeah no stupid stupid dumb happy and again i would have been uh, stupid happy if the music just maintained and then it cut to black and we got credits because again I think the, all the decisions based off of how it did end were I, were perfect if we I remember having the conversations with you about it being kind of like an inevitability that Ken completes a prophecy and takes over the company and so on and so forth and it it did feel like a lot of it was building to it but this momentum around Tom and the look that Matson gave at the funeral was again you it makes so much sense given the whole scope of the show that Tom would be the person in this predicament, but it only was realistically two episodes. It was nine and 10 where they gave that information to us and it was really only 10 where it was discussed. So that just fucking just stupid good hats off many rounds of applause. Love the water, water sound at the end. <laughs> I think there could have been a better last moment of the show. Tom and Shiv. Uh, yeah, no, I agree for sure. No, not that one. Uh, although, again, any one of the last moments that all three of the main characters had, I think could have been what happened before Black and been completely fine, like truly great, capping off uh, one of the best shows ever made, if not the best. I personally, because I, I already know what you're going to say yeah, here, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Roman walking into a bar. Yeah. Ordering the drink that Jerry gets. Yep. <laughs> and taking a sip and smiling like I could just be at this bar. I could be rich. I could retire, never go into an office ever again. And if I was just a bar fly in this bar for the rest of my life, talking shit to people and drinking vodka martinis, I would be happy doing so. And his smile as the show faded, I think, is my perfect ending. But I don't, it's, it's not a knock on the show. It's just, and that's in retrospect, right? That's with uh, days later, uh, th thinking back on the episode, I, I would have rather had that, but uh, Kendall looking out into a, uh, a sea of nothing is maybe the, the perfect ending, but uh, just because I, I don't like the character so much, I was like, no, oh, fuck you. Don't get, the, you shouldn't get the ending. Make, yeah, be, make it be the guy I like. It's tough to hear that your ending preferences are very stuck in 2008 because essentially what you want is Roman smiling at the camera and then what I've done by Linkin Park to start playing and then cut to the credits and all that, like every single movie between like 2004 and 2009. <laughs> to be fair, that Transformers movie had a perfect ending. <laughs> okay. I'm so happy you knew exactly what I was talking about. 100%. Oh, that would actually, I I'm thinking about it now. Optimus Prime. I, and we are here. 
might be getting Waiting. goosebumps thinking Lincoln about Park. Uh, Roman smiling and hearing Lincoln Park and cutting the credits. You know, I, I he hope didn't look right in it. the camera. He looked off, which was sure, sure. much better. Everyone was not looking in the camera. It would be bad if any of the endings where they just like broke the fourth <laughs> wall. I'd be like, oh, gross. No, yeah, they ruined everything. Good. Fuck these four seasons. It's all over. It's, cr- right. it's trash. In that final moment, you ruined it. And how dare you? I will say that your favorite character, Roman, did get my favorite realist- character is Connor. If we're being, if we're being sorry, 100%. sorry, sorry, sorry. But well, he, he also it, he got he got sort of he got shivved uh, multiple times, but it didn't hurt him because he's an emotional stone. So because he learned to not live to live without love because he doesn't need it and he loves himself because he went to therapy. Tough Good times. Um, uh, Roman. I guess is realistically the only person that does have a happy ending. Ish, yes, right. Ish. What's the ish though? He's uh, rich. He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't have to work anymore. Yeah, I mean, I think he'll look back on this and the strain that is put on his uh, familial relationships will be negative for him in the long run. But in that moment, I do agree. He's not smiling for no reason. He's not. It's not an ironic smile. Although his smile does almost immediately drop, too, which I liked as well. It wasn't just uh, a shit-eating grin and then cut to the next scene. It, he had a moment where he's like, oh, thank God that's over. But And then it kind of hit him where he's right. like, well, what, the, what the fuck do I do now? <laughs> it wasn't uh, <laughs> another win in the bag. It was, <laughs> this drink tastes good. I'm glad I'm alone now. <laughs> Is this the best show ever made? Give me, I, I really need to refrain from doing this within a week or two of having completed the show, because uh, I, I am a victim to the uh, honeymoon stage of mm-hmm. uh, content and media in general. Uh, we're riding real, real, real high right now. I'll tell you that. Um, I'd like to rewatch it, knowing yeah. what I know now. And if I, if there, okay, if there is a singular hint at all during this show that Tom is going to be the one at the end. It's the best show on ever made. There has to be man. Like every time he decides to uh, fall on the sword, just because he thinks that's the only option. And you know, it's the true, like you call it the hero's journey, the devil's journey to the Uh, top. Well, no, it's not, it's not, it's hardly even devil's journey because you go all the way back to season one and he's essentially just like this dude who is, is basing his whole existence to impress Shiv and to impress Logan to make a good impression because he wants that he wants a lifestyle and he's honest about it in the final season with Shiv where he's just like I just like nice things and I want to do whatever I have to do to maintain that lifestyle and he like yeah, the story is about him the entire time he's there from the beginning and he is just a character that just just slings dirt and shovels shit pocket for sand four, pocket sand shovels sh- fucking shit for four whole seasons of a show and then gets a payoff at the end. And I think that's that's money. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Tom is a pawn who starts in the second rank and uh, inches his way up a chessboard and within this analogy becomes a queen in the end. And I'm happy <laughs> for him. Becomes a queen. Jesus. Good for him. Good for him, man. I I think I'm prepared to say it's not my favorite show ever made. I still put the West Wing over this. I still put Game of Thrones over this. Uh, even with the uh, controversial ending last two seasons, I still think Game of Thrones is the best show that ever made. I think 
it uh, redefined appointment television and uh, had the best moments of any show uh, that's ever been uh, put on television. But, yeah, and uh, something you have to add to that conversation and yeah. that point for future reference is that it's it's not only one of the best made and the best shows that has ever been made, it also was the most impactful because of uh, what you had said too, because Netflix and Hulu were all hitting their strides right at that point when it was airing, like right in the middle of it airing. So, you know, streaming and binging television became a norm and people were Netflix and chilling and watching four shows in a day, like, because all the content was there. So the 9 p.m. Sunday was like this old boomer grandpa type stuff, but yeah. it didn't matter. That's how good the show was, even though it was it, on an old we've format. We've sort of come back to the boomer status, by the way, yep. when as the, uh, the streamers were like, oh, wait, this isn't a good way to make money. We need to split up Stranger Things because it's all we got. And by all we got, I mean like the flagship show of Netflix. I, I, and by the way, completely subjective. Me saying West Wing, Game of Thrones, those are just my favorite shows. I'm asking what is objectively the best show ever made? And I think it's Succession. Yeah. And I'm I'm with you on, again, I, I hate saying something is my favorite or like, yes, this is the best show ever. This is my favorite show ever because there's just a lot that goes into it. Um, I think from an objective point of view, this show not only has a cohesive story, it begins and it ends in a fashion that doesn't drag on and doesn't meander off on random side seasons. It gets to the point, it gets there, and it's done. There's a there's a very satisfying double kind of surprise uh, in the end with episode 3 and 10 being that Logan just dies and then it's no it's none of the siblings it's Tom so you kind of you you have your shock value you have your twist at the end and you have it all makes sense and then on top of that it's helmed by a award-winning director after this for sure and uh the film status of it it's 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 fucking on film like you can't there's no there's no you can't take anything off of it it's it's golden at this point by the way succession a ratings high with 2.9 million viewers as it aired on Sunday at nine. It will accumulate more over time. Game of Thrones got 19.3 million at 9 p.m. when it aired. And uh, the finale has, I think, 44 million uh, streams from beginning to end at this point, which, again, succession will get more over time. But yeah, like you call it the flagship show. Uh, of hbo which it is but euphoria is most likely getting better numbers than that and so is it really or by me saying flagship show what i mean is is my favorite one on there are you saying that succession was or i'm sorry secession was the flagship show of hbo jesus christ i i i call it that for sure it's not it's just not i i again what we had talked about it before too, it's actually, actually euphoria though <laughs> It, it was Game of Thrones, and any Game of Thrones IP is going to pull in audiences. So HBO kind of made their name on HBO. Or I'm sorry, on Game of Thrones. Yeah, there you go. HBO made their name on HBO. Um, this is... I, I can't think of something off the top of my head to equate it to, but essentially it would be like a sec- like what Squid Games was to Stranger Things on Netflix. Where like, even though Squid Games was monster huge, and way bigger than Succession is... It is that show that is essentially not Game of Thrones and not one of those, but it's right at that tier underneath it. I mean, they did put a lot of marketing into it because I think like what other shows are current, like what other main IPs are currently airing at this time on HBO? Question mark. 
Yeah, I mean, House of the Dragon uh, was getting 9 to 10 million streams uh, every time it was on. Euphoria was as well, though. In fact, Euphoria, I think, uh, it has uh, more accumulative... That's not a fucking word. Cumulative is the word that I'm looking for there. It has more, baby! Euphoria has, has more people who have watched it uh, than House of the Dragon at this point, but they're very, very close. So you can call either of those the actual flagship show right, exactly. of HBO. I think Succession is better than both of them uh, just sure. by... Because uh, I, again, think it's objectively the best show ever made. Uh, and I wonder what kind of legacy it will have. I wonder how many people will watch it from the beginning because somebody told them it's the best thing they've ever seen. Uh, and, you know, what are the next few years for Succession going to look like? And I truly hope that uh, it, it succeeds. Succession succeeds uh, more so in the future than it did in its present as it was airing. Yeah, I think it's going to have a long leg, you see. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you as i said before fuck um you. yeah sorry i had to i couldn't resist did um, you though i know i couldn't did when you, you said to? it you said it you said it's gonna have a long legacy and i went i did say a bunch of times that i think this show's gonna have long legs so i'm gonna throw it in there and legs i don't know if you know this in the word legacy this is a perfect moment for the sure. perfect joke and i said it on the bad games. And it's me, Justin. Um, who I said can it? Personally, I can personally, uh, I can guarantee yeah. at least 20 to 30 more views of all these episodes after this now because I oh. have been singing praises. And if, if someone asked, mm-hmm. I was one to be like, yeah, it's a very, very, very good show. That's true. We talked about that, whether or not that we felt comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, telling people to watch it it's very clear now everybody should watch it i am now climbing atop my soapbox oh, <laughs> to discuss okay. this well so. keep your balance up there if you fall you might die yes or i can uh, acquire millions if not billions of dollars and in a, including stock options right the company and live the rest of my life gojo very waystar well. thanks alexander skarsgård thanks guys oh which Get on the phones! (laughs) Thank you so much because him, I feel like we're not discussing him enough. He was fucking magnificent. He's so, so, so good. Oh my goodness. In a show with a lot of scene stealers, like every time he was on screen in True Blood, you always, if you were me, were like, that guy's the best guy in this show. Mm -hmm. The best actor. uh, You just want to watch that character be terrible or succeed either one of them because the actor is so great that is a testament to succession where i don't think alexander skarsgård comes out of this with the the greatest performance he's also a secondary character so you know you have to put that into context but yes every time he's on screen he's actually perfect yes in every way shape and form because i was there was a, a a little bit of me that was like skeptical about it at first but he because he's got this just like huge personality and he's just a huge person as a as in general but his ability to like kind of like lock into that uh well i guess an american version would be a silicon valley like tech nerd millionaire guy mm. um for him to make and do a spin on like a norwegian 
uh, one of those where he's kind of fratty, especially with his COO. Um, I can't remember his name, but they're, you know, constantly partying, constantly doing all this crazy stuff. It was just a, it was a trope of the tech guy essentially coming in to take over a dinosaur cable television company. But um, he just did such a good spin on it and being so maniacal and scheming. And yeah, no, he's just give him an award, please. God. By the way, you know what I wish uh, would happen? That Succession got the amount of viewers that the Lord of the Rings show on Amazon got. That yeah, pr- that, yeah. fucking, that pile of shit. Uh, and Lord of the Rings, by the way, my favorite IP. Uh, my favorite movie is Lord of the Rings of Two Towers. Uh, I was looking forward to that show so much. I'm going to continue to watch it because of the amount of money that they're spending on it. And I love the IP to death. But that show was hot garbage and this show has way less people watching it i remember when that show was first airing i think it was episode two or three i remember we had a discussion about it and it was it was honestly devastating for me because i'm also a monster lord of the rings fan um it was devastating for me to see what they'd done to our boy and then on top of it it was, I think it was episode two or three. I remember having a conversation with you where I was like, okay, like this is fucking terrible. Like this is one of the worst things I've ever seen. And then you were just like, oh, come on. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I feel that on like a molecular level. I never even finished it. So I, yeah, I it was, it was bullshit. We're bullshit. <laughs> it was nothing. Oh, we're, we're nothing. I'm saying this because I know it. Right. <laughs> God, that was like, there were, that line and I'm the eldest boy were, oh, you distilled the situation and these characters down to the exact amount of syllables needed to describe what's happening right now. <laughs> like, uh, it was perfect. We're bullshit. We're nothing. We're not nothing. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. And then move on. Like, mm, money. Because they are. They're, they're bullshit. And this, like, the board watching them fight through glass walls. I think, oh, gosh, those three children are straight bullshit nothing. <laughs> Kendall, had us, Kendall had us convinced, and now I'm feeling a little confused because he's being a screaming little baby man right now. He's so being that, a baby. That can't be our CEO, right? No, it can't be. It's over. It's done, Kendall. Go look at the ocean, you idiot. <laughs> go look at the ocean. It's going to be a diss I'm going to have now. Go look at the ocean, you idiot. Yeah, it's transformative. <laughs> okay. The waves, like you, disappear into the distance, you fucking moron. Okay. Get a little aggressive about okay, this. Now, okay, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, guys, let's slumber down now, okay? Simmer down. I know Lord of the Rings was bad, but you're going to need to get your uh, temper in check here. I'm the one who brought it up, and I'm sad that I did. You are too, and I can't wait to tell you about a mobile game after this. About no, no, I'm playing too many mobile games. It's over. I can't do it anymore. Okay, perfect. Great. I'm glad you didn't say anything. Anyway, uh, yeah, this is the week of finales, by the way. The Yellow Jackets finale was fucking wild. Uh, The succession finale, as we've previously discussed for the past 45 to 50 minutes, was truly perfection, um, capping off a show that I think is objectively the best. Uh, Tonight, I'm going to be watching the Ted Lasso finale as well. and then. We move on to the next era of television. What, what will it be? The Idol uh, with 
Lily Rose Depp in the weekend at 9 p.m. on HBO coming up, and I'm not going to watch it because I don't want to. Um, I think what's the show with uh, Sweeney, Sydney Sweeney, about the whistleblower? That's that HBO. is a that's a movie. Oh, it's a movie. Shucks. Maybe we could do a movie night then and review a movie. <laughs> yeah, do a movie. I mean. The Bear Season 2, I think, is the next time yeah. that we'll be back here. Uh, we'll be doing a dual podcast. Uh, not two shows in one. We'll be doing two podcasts at once, which is The Bear Season 2, because that show fucking rules, and uh, Secret Invasion, uh, the upcoming uh, MCU show starring Samuel L. Jackson, motherfucker. Yeah, when you said dual podcast, I thought you were referring to like a duel to the death. So I got a little excited and now yeah. I'm less excited. So no one should be excited because it's not a duel to the death. Okay. No, The Duel, a movie that is underrated and nobody saw, but it was pretty good. I saw that. With you. With you. So We saw it together in yeah, an empty was, theater. That was my favorite part about it because nobody <laughs> talked. Oh, my God. <laughs> The only talking that's allowed to happen is when um, like two hands go on top of each other, but don't clasp. And you're only allowed to talk if you're standing and screaming, let's go at the top of your lungs. You have to pass a certain decibel threshold in order for it to be acceptable while watching a movie or a television. And it's purely in exciting moments. And you have to only say there's only two words allowed. And it's actually, no, there's three. I lied. It's let's fucking go. Essentially, that's it. Hey, are Kendall's kids not his? No, definitely not. For that sure. I mean, that's, that's kind of obvious, but <laughs> they're they were quote a pair of randos, unquote. <sighs> Just so holy good. shit. Yeah. They they basically that whole sequence of them in that room was essentially just a complete teardown of their entire relationship that they just spent the previous scenes kind of like what you thought was repairing. <laughs> All gone. See you later. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, and goodbye to the show. I will Sad. miss it. I really do look forward to watching it again. Uh, just, I, I think I want to give myself some time to reflect, sure. and then, uh, and and then take it out of retrospect and put it into spec. I believe is the term they say, and watch it once more. Whatever you say. Fuck off. <laughs> Yo, my God, we made it th- this far without saying fuck off. Shit. Yeah, fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the perfect ending.